There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yeah, yo, yeah, yo, everyone. It's your Yonko host back at the helm again at the Yonko table, Dr. Jace, attorney. And with me, as always, is fellow Yonko table mate, Grandmaster Hoop. Grandmaster Hoop, how have you been? I've been good, Dr. Jace. It's nice to take a break from hosting duties. They're all yours. Uh, I'm <laughs> glad to be back in the hot seat. Uh, yeah, the helm is a lot. It's a, it's quite the task. So I'm good where I am, and I'm doing good too. You know, it's my summer. No children, because you know I'm an educator. For those who didn't know, and I'm just enjoying these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woke up this morning. Uh, watch Loki. And uh, what about my day? And now I'm here to talk about it with you fellas. So, yeah, I'm doing all right, Dr. Chase. Thanks for asking. All right. Game on, game on. But that's basically what we're going to be talking about today. Because today, as you mentioned, we had the premiere episode of Loki. And it's been some time since we've had a chance to dive into some Marvel madness. Uh, what was it? Falcon and Winter Soldier ended in Ooh, April, uh, I think. Yeah. Right? yeah Late April. April late april yeah give or take um yeah and then other than the news stuff that we've been covering in our news coup specials i mean here's our next dry yeah and and this is i guess your next big dosage of marvel so i think uh, um i'm looking forward to it same same yeah. yeah but with us today we have also fellow returning supernovas to talk about the loki premiere first up we got fellow supernova rose the crafter rose how are you i'm doing good grandmaster grandmaster it's good to see that you made it back early enough from your jazz set um, <laughs> so you can join us <laughs> oh my goodness so, <laughs> so i'm at the table and i'm ready to eat <laughs> let's eat let's eat I, I, i'm sure i'm sure grandmaster will piece together more of the missing items from his <laughs> wardrobe <laughs> it's the angle of my laptop. I don't like how my hair looks since we're doing these whole YouTube videos now. So it's whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Yes. It's fine. I'm preparing because we're going to NOLA. So I got to get my sax trombone playing ready. Whatever. Very true. Very true. But we also have two more fellow supernovas. Next up, we got Supernova Dars. Dars, how are you? I know you love, you gush over these Marvel shows. Oh, yeah, I do. And I'm super excited <laughs> to uh, see Loki. Um, I'm ready to dive in, talk about it, and get nerdy with you guys. Let's do it. Yeah, jumping into all these theories and speculation. Oh, man, it, <laughs> that's going to be its own segment. Cannot wait. Um, and now, last but not least, we have Supernova Tevin the Fifth. Tevin the Fifth, how are you? I'm good. Good afternoon, guys. How y'all feeling today? Oh, y'all said it already. I went last. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we're here, we're all excited to dive straight into Loki. And I mean, hey, let's let's get cracking, man. Um, sure. So, what do we? So thematically, what are we dealing with with this type of uh, season with Loki? Um, I feel like what Marvel did in the first episode, 
thematically at least, they're going back into what we initially loved about the Loki character. Because I think he was a character that over the years, he grew more on the fans, right? And uh, personally, it's a nice change of pace to go back to the villain Loki, you know, the the guy that was that used to be the, the antagonist against the Avengers. And that's a different character to, compared to where he ended up in, uh, in, you know, Thor Ragnarok and then unfortunately in uh what was it uh infinity, infinity war, war. Right? yeah infinity uh -huh. war um so i'm going to turn over to grandmaster who grandmaster what did you think about this theme that they're exploring like going back into loki's character and really putting that at the forefront for this episode and possibly the rest of the series um so i think the best way uh that they kind of set it up for us is I, I took two quotes from the show and one was saying Mobius uh, played by Owen Wilson told Loki, you know, your goal was your like uh, whatever purpose is to, you know, uh, bring fear and whatever. But the one that's the part that stood out to me, he said, and so others can achieve their best versions of themselves. And then he highlighted the Avengers and that's that's typically true loki has definitely played like you said the antagonistic role and in doing so that has built up thor that has built up the avengers in the early films and then you know he plays second fiddle to thor's character growth in the thor sequels and of course loki does get some growth of his own but you know it's always short-lived or it's always you know it's behind it's casted in the sh it's Thor shadow cast in Loki's favor, you know. Right. Uh, Even I'm though he's still Thor's a fan favorite. favorite. Uh, he's a fan favorite due to just I think the charisma of Tom Hiddleston. Right. So, with that said, I like how this show is setting up us. And again, he also uh, Mobius said, you know, what makes Loki tick? And I think that is what we're really deep diving into these this series. And by the you know before the credits roll, I think Loki came to a great understanding and he said you know it's part of the illusion it's the cruel elaborate trick conjured by the weak to inspire fear a desperate play for control and i think that's a one that's a beautiful quote and when you really look at loki and all i get more of the earlier films this man just needs a sense of control a purpose you know a uh, glorious purpose that he's always been searching and i think he's easily manipulated and that's where we see him with you know thanos and whatnot as far as you know attacking earth so yeah we're just gonna get deep down into how he ticks and what really makes him move and so i like that a lot and i'm here for it i want to see that fleshed out more so i'm i'm good on that give me you, more do you think we're gonna get maybe a different Loki by the end of this series compared to, you know, I guess the one that's dead. <laughs> is, is variant Loki going to be different by the uh, end of this? Just, just based on what you've seen so far. That's a fair question. And I'm going to say in the rules of like, I guess, uh, time travel and whatnot, he, he has to be different because, you know, the Loki we got up into up until Infinity War, uh, you know, he was an active role in that timeline and his path was always changing and he was adapting and making choices. 
But now this Loki has the knowledge of his future, you know. I, I believe he knows eventually he's going to have to go back to his timeline and live out that future. However, he's making the uh, conscious choice to, you know, do good with whatever Mobius got planned. And we'll get into the big uh, reveal at the end of the episode later during this podcast. But I believe, yeah, this Loki will be unlike any other Loki we've had because now he's coming in with that knowledge. He's coming in. This is my set path. I am supposed to die. But let's see what more I can do with that knowledge. And now this great power that is the Time Variance Authority, which we can get into also uh, later on. Oh, but yes. yeah, this Loki is going to be unlike any other. And again, I'm here for I'm here for Tom Hiddleston. I'm here. I agree. I, I, I also want to present that question onto the table. You know, what do you guys think as well? Um thematically about what they're going to explore with loki like grandmaster hoop was saying he thinks that you know basically this loki eventually is going to have to you know come to terms with that sacred timeline and eventually live out that life right um i personally think this might be a way for them to reintroduce loki back into the mcu uh i don't know how because you know the whole we'll get into the sacred timeline stuff in in a bit but um I don't know. I see, I see this as, as an opportunity to both introduce new characters into the mythos, um, major villain uh, characters as well, but also just as a means to say, hey, Loki's still moving around. This Lo- I, I guess the, the fan term they're calling him is variant Loki, just to differentiate him from, you know, the, the main Loki, right? So what do the rest of you think about what, what's going to go on thematically with Loki's character? I can go. I think I think thematically, I kind of agree with Grandmaster Hoop, but I kind of diverge in it's variant Loki. Um, but I think that the sacred timeline Loki in the ending that we see or we know is going to happen and that now he has the revelation of seeing. Um, I think eventually he's going to kind of merge and come to grips with that. So it might be it is variant Loki. Um but we already saw a glimpse in the first episode of his development, kind of a development that took him, I don't know, um, most of the Marvel Cinematic Universe to get to. So now that he already has that little nugget of, of knowledge and motivation, um, I think he's going to come to that resolve uh, just as Loki did in the Sacred Timeline, um, dying to Thanos, but I just think it'll be a little bit different. So he'll kind of be a he'll be a variant he'll be a different person um but the same thought process or the same mindset that he finally came to at the end of his time in this sacred timeline that they keep calling it um that he'll get there a lot quicker and be able to work with that Uh, but there's still a lot of questions for me about what's going on here um and introducing A a whole timeline and a whole like what's right what's sacred and decisions on decisions and tva um this is a this is, I mean, this is the time loop uh, crime thing they they promised us, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we thought it was going to look like, but I guess <laughs> it looks like this. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on it. For sure. And, like, I mean, time travel is always finicky whenever you introduce it into any form of fiction. For the most part, I think Marvel and uh, the Russo brothers, I think they did the time travel thing in, in uh, Endgame 
pretty well, you know. There, there, there's some minor stuff that kind of doesn't add up, but for the most part, I'll say 90, 90 to 95%, it's, it's pretty solid, right? And um, I just... I found it kind of hilarious how, because uh, I, I always watch these in subtitles in case like I miss like some type of like you know uh, pronunciation or verbiage or whatever. And it's funny because when they they play that scene again from uh, in in um, Endgame where Loki picks up the Tesseract when he's in cuffs, and it's funny because in subtitles all the other characters are called 2012 Hulk, 2012 Tony Stark. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, okay, all right, that's the 2012 version. I, I don't know, it was something minor, but I'm like, oh, wow, they actually went out of their way to, you know, like, make them so different that they're giving them, like, timestamps for, like, what year they're from. So, I thought that was pretty neat. Um, Dars, what about you? Excellent. So, <laughs> it was, it's actually kind of cool to see how Loki went and he was able to see his future. And I think right now, Loki is, like, He's caught in this like fork in the road, morally or like, you know, spiritually or as a person, whatever, because he has to either make the decision that I'm going to stick with the good guys and still try to be, you know, the person that like I ended up being close to my brother, you know, basically saving humanity because I was able to like help stop Thanos, like, you know, should I stick on that path? But then again, if I stick on that path, what is it going to lead me to? Death, like by a neck crush, you know? Mm -hmm. Or is he going to go into the other path and be like, you know what? Well, screw it. I'm going to go and be with the bad guy. I'm going to go and like be more mischievous because like at the end of the day, I am mischievous, you know? Maybe I don't really enjoy violence, but I like to cause like the mayhem. He's an agent of chaos. So um, I think like he is going to be caught in between these two paths of... I've done this, I did, you know, I was a good guy, or I transitioned to a good guy, I had my Zuko story, you know, my, my character Pretty development, much. and I went and I died. Or maybe he can kind of go and take the different path of like, you know what, let's go cause some chaos. And so, um, I honestly think that he's going to choose both. Um, with the whole time, I think it's going to create this giant loop of him being a good guy, and then realizing that being a good guy, they don't, you know, good guys finish last. And so he's going to go and turn that other way and turn, you know, into that variant that he now has to kind of like chase around and kind of. Grandmaster, you, you okay? What's going to happen? Time is very confusing. Time, I'm trying not to do so many spoilers, but time is confusing and save it. <laughs> I'll save it for the end. I think that it's going to go full circle for Loki. Um, I do have a fan theory that, uh, he's going to get caught up in some sort of temporal, you know, time change and it's going to make him physically younger and we're going to have young Loki be part of the Avengers. So that's an idea that's out there. I'll let somebody else, you know, shoot me down, but we'll see what happens. I just want to say to you, don't, uh, don't you think that he's already trying to get that sense of control still that he already innately has? Uh, with seeing his time, seeing how his death is going to be. And even if he's still trying to figure out a way to do the right things, he's only doing it because whatever the choice does he have other than uh, <laughs> immediate reset from the temple. So he's kind of already trying to go for a sense of control in what he's already trying to do and how he moves forward. So I think we're going to see a lot of internal conflict of him 
trying to also take control of the situation of his death as well. I mean, it's kind of cool to think too, like if you guys personally were to see your own future and see your death, would you want to continue on that path towards that? Or would you want to do something different to either change it or make different choices? And that's kind of like kind of the what's at play right now is with Loki is does he want to continue on that path or does he want to change it? So I know with me personally, if it, if the outcome wasn't the greatest, but the journey was great, I'd probably stay with the journey. But you never know. Classic. Can you uh, control your fate or not? It's that classic tale. Well, also control your fate. And then on top of that, control your fate as well as do more with your fate. This is it, this is low-key his second ah, chance. Uh-huh. No credits. Yeah. Low-key his second chance. However, it's like you're not going to get any credit for it. You know? He wants right. to be viewed as... You know, it's, he's a child screaming for attention. Uh, and he's got an opportunity to do something bigger than himself. But they're not going to make a statue for you. They're not going to make a statue out of it for you. You know, you're not going to get this glorious praise that like thor gets this is this is uh internal you know this is internal satisfaction yeah and i love that mobius was like all right so what do you want and he's like well i want to be the king of midgard and (laughs) and then what and then space 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 and he's like okay and then what he's like i'm i just want to rule he's like okay great plan they got there you see how shout no i i really like how uh mobius kind of like pointed that out because we kind of see that villain archetype in other you know forms of fiction too we see the the big baddie wanting to conquer the world or conquer a dimension or whatever and it's like (laughs) exactly and it's like okay my man but what comes after that you know like what what's your end oh end game what's your end game in all of this um, so I liked how Mobius pointed that out and it, 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 you know, progressed, uh, you know, Loki's, um, I guess his, his own internal monologue. Um, Tevin, we haven't heard from you in a bit. What do you think about all of this? Um, well, I feel like you guys mostly hit all the, the hot points, uh, the most important points. Um, but originally before watching this, my original thought was who asked for this? And that's just me. Uh, I'm just saying, um, like okay. who who asked for like a Loki spinoff? Yes, like who was his fan base? Like why does Loki get his own I just feel like in my before watching this, you know, I just felt like there are so many other characters I'd rather have a TV show about. And it's like the world thinks Loki is like the best thing. But for me, it doesn't really translate to that. But that was before I watched this. So with that being said, um I really I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Um you know, time travel gets a little iffy with me because instead of like focusing what it is. I spent a lot of my time looking for the holes, like where they're messing up. What did I understand? Like, it's, it's really easy to mess up. Yeah, yeah. Um, with that being said, um, I'm happy to see Owen Wilson again, him and his nose. I feel like... <laughs> I, look, I, oh, my God. Owen Wilson is great. Him and his it's iconic. It's iconic. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like him and um, Tom Hiddleston, they have great chemistry together. So I, I can't wait to see them do more down the line. Um, the head security lady, I was happy to see her because, you know, she played the sister Ruby and Lovecraft Country. So it was just, you know, it was, just, it was very nice to see her again too. You know, I'm, I'm glad that she's still working because she's an awesome actress. Um, 
One of my biggest critiques of the Captain America show, was it called Captain America? What was it called? It was Falcon and, Falcon Winter, Soldier. and Winter Soldier. Captain Falcon, yes. <laughs> One of my big critique of, critiques of it was that it was just so grounded. Like, it was just so grounded. So with this right. show, I just feel like that's just infinite possibilities that can happen. Like, it just, there's just no telling where where they can go with it. And it feels like a precursor to um, opening up the Marvel world. You know, before it was just like, Oh, we're coming to Earth, and we got these Infinity Stones, and everything's here only. And they threw out, you know, they threw out some keywords throughout the show, the multiverse, and uh, you know, to get you, you know, I'm just glad they opened it up. I, I can feel it opening it up. Like I said, time travel gets a little weird for me, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode, and I think it's gonna be hilarious. And that's all I got to say for right right now until I hear what you else got to say more. Fair enough. I mean, it's funny that you mentioned the. I, I forgot her name, but like I guess the cast in general, like uh, in this show, because uh, you mentioned Love Lovecraft Country, and I think there's there's a fan theory going around that there's another person from Love Lovecraft Country that's supposed confirmed. to make confirmed, well, not for Loki, but in the MCU. But it, uh, in Ant Man, they're confirmed. Yeah, Ant Man and Wasp, Quantumanium. Right, yeah. and, and who is who is it? Uh, you know the name better than I do. Well, that's the actor. The actor is Jonathan Majors, so the main character Jonathan from Majors. Lovecraft uh, is set to play Kang the Conqueror. Which, nice, awesome. Yeah, uh huh. So, uh, yeah, this opens up a whole another can of worms, and we're gonna talk about the time variance and what all that means. Do but uh, yes, Kang might uh, make an appearance in Loki. Will he? He could. I mean, I have a very strong theory. The the door will. is wide open for sure. But uh, yeah, the actress uh, Tevin the Fifth you were referring to, uh, wound me, Musaku yes. as Hunter B fifteen. Yeah, awful. I think uh, I, I I like her. Uh, we could just talk about the cast. I like her. I think she's gonna have a nice little fun little rivalry with Loki. Yes. Like you know, she's she's she she seems like the stickler, mm. and she's trying to yes. stick to the rules. And you know, Loki's a variant, so one that's like that's uh, a big that's a big no. Like, right. what the heck are we doing working with the variant? You know, she's probably gonna want to use that stick on him uh, the whole time. Um, so we actually just pause real quick. That stick, yeah, does it erase you or I think so. like from existence? From existence. Okay, all right. Just wanted to make sure. Well, I don't that know variance, you that variance of you, I'm guessing. Yeah, the variant. Right. The variant. Yeah, stick the to variant. the sacred okay. time. Yeah, okay. So. It kind of reminds me of the melting stick from Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Oh. To exile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm eternal, eternal death. Eternal <laughs> nah. death and agony. Um, wow. But, yeah, you know, yeah, shout out to Owen Wilson, though. Uh, I do like Owen Wilson a lot. He's a great actor. Um, and I, this is a very, wow. like, wow. 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 I, oh, God of mischief. Wow. Ka-chow. Wow. Wow. <laughs> he walked up to the, the, like, the panel and he's like, how? <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I love Owen Wilson. He's great. He's fantastic. I know Cars is one of Ethan's most favorite Pixar movies of all time. No, uh, it's not. It's really not. It's which like, one is it? Uh, Soul? Soul, cars is at the bottom of my list. Soul is like mid tier, but we're <laughs> again, y'all like trying to push my buttons. Um, 
Listen, I thought I, this was your opinion. I. It's not my opinion. I'm just gonna. I like the handler versus the hand dole dynamic that Loki and Mobius are gonna have. You know, he's trying to help him get on this right path, and I like that. And of course, uh, it's not gonna happen overnight. So that's gonna be a really fun dynamic to also watch. But uh, real quick, I'm gonna let someone else uh, hop on this because I know Darsh, you're quite knowledgeable, but uh, Gugu Mbatha uh, Ra is playing Ravana Renslayer. I don't know if y'all are familiar with that. Are y'all familiar? I am not. Rose, you familiar? No, I'm actually not familiar with that one. What's her Ooh, name? With the, with the person or with the the character? The character. What's her I'm name? I'm not familiar with the character. No. Uh, so her name. Ravana Renslayer. She was the judge. She was the judge. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay, so this plays into the Kang. Uh, oh, I don't know who he is. Okay. So, Kang, little backstory Kang the Conqueror's time traveling, whatever. Uh, always goes back in the past to fight the Avengers for ruining his timeline. Uh, Kang was in love with this girl named Ravana Renslayer. And what's her other name? Oh, I don't know. I don't know her other name. Terminatrix. Whatever. That. Yeah. Okay, so it could be a slight. Yeah, it could be a slight connection there. It could I think be. they're going to play on that connection because yes. there's no way you use this character and not involve Kang in some way. So, what did you say her name was? The Terminatrix. The Terminatrix. Not sure what that is, but that sounds. They're gonna use that. I'm sure it's gonna come into play, and I don't know how, but uh, that one Gugu Mbatha uh, Raw is a really good actress. Uh, don't know too many of her credits, but I know she's really good, and I like the fact they got a diverse cast. We got two black leads, okay, in a show about a white lead. I'll take that, you know, I will take that. Even a lot of the <clears throat> side characters are also, you know, multicultural. It was pretty cool to see. Yes, uh, there's also Eugene Cordero playing that funny guy, Casey. Casey. K- Office yes. man, Casey. What's a fish? Oh, What's that, a fish, He's from, man? uh, he's from, uh, he's Doughboy from, what's that show? The Good Place. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Seems right up his alley. I, the Good Place is on my list. He, he plays a similar... I mean, he plays a different character in Good Place, but he plays this similar comedic relief. And, well, uh, I, good place. I, I picture this guy being Loki's sidekick. Like, uh, pull him out the office. He's going to be a reoccurring character. Oh, yeah. Get this man out the office, man. Uh, get him out of his cubicle. Bring him on the missions with Loki. He doesn't know what a fish is. Let him live a little. Let him live a little. You know what? Yeah. He's just trying to like figure out what all this stuff is. And I, I don't want to get into what's in his desk. Yeah. No, let's get into oh, it. No, 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 save it. No, no, we will. Give the people what they want. Let's, no, no, I'm we're ready. about to. We're about to. We'll we're start about out to. One more character. One more character. Uh, Dr. Jace, you put Miss Minutes. Uh, you want to talk about who's voicing Miss Minutes? Uh, Tara Strong. Yeah. Prolific Tara Strong. For those of you that don't know, she's. That's Tara Strong. It's Tara Strong. It's Tara Strong. It's, oh my Lanta. Ethan, were you with me when we met her? No, we didn't. I didn't meet Tara Strong. We didn't. Oh, by myself. Okay. Because if he oh, did, he would have also invited me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, definitely. Yes. Uh, but uh 
I mean, I was surprised. I didn't know she was part of the cast until like last minute. And I want to know. I found it kind of funny that uh, wait, is it, her name is Miss Minutes, right? That's yeah. That's a, what is the clock, right? She's a yeah. clock. Yeah. She, yeah, she's yeah, the clock. You miss the minutes. Right. And I, I'm I'm honestly surprised that like this. We'll, we'll get into the organization in a minute, but I'm surprised the TVA who is like this multi possibly billion year uh organization they decide to uh i guess theme their uh infomercial or like their infogram after like mid 1950s like cartoon style i'm like oh yeah exactly i'm like wow you guys had billions of years to, and you went with that all right all right who's Tara strong okay okay <laughs> don't don't no stop he's fine you have no chance to learn it's a teaching moment for everyone yeah, it's a teaching moment it is, it is. who's tara strong tara strong she voiced a lot of the cartoon characters that we grew up with on cartoon yeah, thought, network okay i thought so okay yeah yeah Timmy so like Turner. she voiced like batwoman uh batgirl yeah. from batman batgirl yep white crease on the who? Yeah, very similar to <laughs> Yeah, White Cree Summer, sure. Oh uh, okay, yeah. You know what? Yes. Yes. Um I Bubbles, agree. Bubbles from um Powerpuff Girls. Bubbles, Dill from Rugrats. Dill from yeah. Uh Timmy Turner. Tara. Tara Jimmy from Teen Titans. No, no, no. She's not Tara. She's Raven. She's Raven. Raven. Ben Ten. Oh gosh, she is the OG Ben 10. I'm telling you, Ben 10, that's right. He's the OG Ben. I'm telling you, Tara Strong, her profile is hella strong. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's oh, really it's good. Harley down. Quinn. Harley Quinn. She did do Harley Quinn on. Uh... Right. Actually, wait, she didn't oh, no, do she that did, girl. She did Tara in Young Justice. Did she she did oh, do Tara in Young Justice. You're right. She did do Tara in Young Justice. She did uh, Harley Quinn in the Arkham games, starting with Arkham City. In the upcoming video game that. as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. the upcoming she, one. I like Sparkle in My Little Pony. For all the bronies out there. No, 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 nothing against the bronies. You like uh, what you like. Listen, man. No, no, listen, Tara, Tara Strong is a, is a, is a goat in vo- voice acting, and I'm glad lot more voice actors are getting recognized for their talents so uh i hope this miss minutes <laughs> keeps coming up to teach loki i guess about everything going on in this world that'd be pretty cool like uh i don't know loki's got a question and they'd be like oh, pay attention to this uh, uh i'm trying to do a noel wilson uh, pay pay attention to this uh you little info, info video no no first you gotta say kachow in the beginning Ka-chow. Uh, <laughs> no, stop. Ka-chow. Ka-chow, Loki. Let's watch an infomercial. Oh man. Um, I I I see Miss Minutes as uh I don't know for those of you that uh, play Fallout, but in Fallout they have the Vault Boy as this like icon of like dishing out all this information within the mythos. So like you know how to wash your hands, how to uh avoid radiation poisoning you know silly stuff it's that blonde guy in the vault suit that's always smiling with the thumbs up i see miss minutes as being the equivalent to that in for, for the tva i feel like we're going to see a lot more of her just a bunch of more videos of uh you know owen wilson saying kachow watching more stuff about what the tva goes through but 
we keep dodging the bullet. Let's get right into that bullet. The TVA, the okay. Time Variance Authority. The biggest question right now, and Loki asked this question himself too, are they the strongest known entity in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Grandmaster, what do you think? All right, I'm, I'm not going to... As I know, Darce is itching. I'm sure Tevin is itching. So I'm <gasps> just going to... I'm gonna open up the bottle. I'm gonna open up the bottle. Um, I'm gonna come with the facts first. Just one simple fact. Uh, they said they controlled the multiverse war, which is crazy as it sounds. Because one, and again, I'm just scratching the surface. Uh, a multiverse war. They're saying sacred timeline. There is a sacred timeline that everything is supposed to follow. And then all these branches happen. And what i take from hearing a multiverse war means variants from each timeline are interacting with one another and probably trying to end each other's universes so who's in charge to bring it back together the time variance authority i don't think it gets any higher than that in terms of power so there i there i go open the bottle bottle's open it's I'm on the table hop on all right gents let's jump in no, no, I no. We're using a bottle uh, metaphor. Fine, let's let's try. Let's drink. Um, I think that so TBA is pretty cool because they basically nullify all powers and magic, right? But just because they can nullify doesn't necessarily mean they're the absolute strongest. Um, but then again, you know what? With the strongest powers in the universe, the Infinity Stones being used as paperweights, it's kind of crazy um they saw what was going to happen with thanos snapping out half of the universe now is the tva part of the universe like were they halfway snapped out probably not but they exist outside of the boundaries of time and space so i think they're they're pretty cool they're pretty up there we're probably going to get watsu the watcher you know at some point come in here um but i don't know i think this is cool and you know Speaking of the multiverse, like that is actually a really cool topic because multiverses are pretty huge in, in comic book lore, you know? So we'll be able to see some fun characters, you know, maybe we'll see paths divulge into like different ways and then try to loop back in. Um, I thought it was actually really cool that like Loki was like asking some questions like, well, who dictates what's the sacred timeline? And, like the three watchers and the three lizard people, like, we change their mind can we talk to them like what can we do you know so i think it's actually it's it's a really cool element to loki um to, to be honest with you the tva reminds me a lot about of like the umbrella academy where you have like the suitcases and everyone has a time travel and all that stuff oh, okay. okay that yeah. wasn't an umbrella academy but um you just have like that overall master headquarters that isn't affected by anything else and you just have to make sure you're sticking with the time zone and you're sticking with what's approved and i love the, all of the different elements of like the different like time pieces too like the old clocks and like the old tvs and the retro like lamps and decor and all that stuff and then you have flying cars it's all really cool since we're talking time examples i'm going to reference um, the Dragon Ball Xenoverse, Xenoverse oh 1, Xenoverse boy. 2 series, um, where they actually have a time patrol. Uh, I don't think the TVA is the strongest 
the structure wise maybe the heads of the structure maybe um but the structure itself is touchable we see people are going missing unless people are being killed unless that is the sacred timeline if not then what is going on so i think they have one of the highest responsibilities which come with a lot of power but the structure the the people at the lower levels don't have but so much power um right. they have technology they're the foot they have technology yeah the foot soldiers have technology they have ways of manipulating time and everything like that um so i don't know i don't know i'm just i'm open eyes at this point eyes ears just open to figure out what's what is going on with this time loop because i myself have like you all probably have so many questions about okay but what about this person and that person throughout the marvel cinematic universe you mean to tell me all of this chaos was supposed to happen what do you mean a multi-voice word you mean you mean to tell me all of this is like we don't touch that y'all are beneath I mean, that to be honest yeah. with you it plays on like some religious aspects too you know like how some people would say like oh wow you have this almighty being are you telling me that like this chaos and this stuff was supposed to happen and it's all part of a great plan so you know like marvel's really good at touching on some of these like sensitive top topics and some of these sensitive things um mental health religion you know politics all of this different types of stuff so who knows maybe we will see a little bit of um kind of like um <clears throat> similarities and mirroring with that type of stuff yeah i'm um, i'm kind of just taking it as is um this is like the first time where i'm watching something marvel and i'm not really familiar with anything um it, you know it kind of just feels like time travel men in black to me uh you know i'm taking the creator yeah word as is if they say these are the most creative i mean most powerful beings in the universe as of right now i'm just taking it as it is but in my mind by the time we get into this we're going to discover that you know there are there are anomalies you know there are people who maybe exist outside this timeline um, i mean outside of you know, our time itself or you know maybe there's equal powers somewhere in the universe um you know it gives me hope that maybe characters who've died may be back later on or different versions of themselves maybe uh, introduced later um it gives me hope for the x-men franchise because i love x-men so much and i really need them to do them justice um so i'm just taking it like 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 jay said i'm just taking it just open eyes open ears just you know just trying to consume as much as i can um it's it's very exciting um the, you know the three the three time dudes what are they what are they actually called what, what, what are they the timekeepers time yeah you know, the keepers yeah, yeah. I know they kind of like represent like you know Christianity. I mean, like religious-wise, Christianity, but uh, what that's it? Christianity, Buddha, and um, somebody else starts with a P. I can't remember how to pronounce it. Um, it's it's another entity. Um, I'm just excited. I'm just taking it as is because I don't really know much. So that's where kind of where I stand with the TWA for the most part. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. The implications of having multiple infinity stones. Did you see that disc? There was, like, was, two, with there was like two time stones in there. W what's the orange one? What's the soul. orange Can you imagine? Soul. There was a giant soul one. You gave up something that you love just for it to be someone's paperweight. What? But on top of that, Loki has the... Listen, so they don't work in that realm, right? I could grab two space stones, leave that realm, and now there's two space stones. The implications are huge. 
Right. And I mean, they that's exactly what Phyllis Winston, the ancient one was saying, you know, like just all of these different things, everything has to follow according to the line. Because if you take one out, look at this dark path. Well, what happens if you put two extra in? What type of chaos is this going to cause? Exactly. So I didn't, you know, I never thought, I thought after, you know, this, the phase one through three was called the Infinity Saga. I didn't think they would bring the Infinity Stones back into play. But here's an opportunity where Loki can make <laughs> Loki can grab all six of them and make himself a gauntlet and do whatever the fuck he wants to do. The implications are huge, people. They're huge. But how's he gonna do that? You said they were the most powerful. He just has to grab them and run. But, but you but, but said you see, they were the most powerful. He had he had a realization. They are. He had a realization that they don't matter in the grand scheme of things because the Okay, yes, yes, correct. Maybe not Loki will go on that path, but somebody, I'm telling you that desk drawer, there's no way we're not going to see that desk drawer again. There's no I think they might be brought back in because when Thanos, you know, reduces them to atoms, just because like matter cannot be created nor destroyed, it's just reduced to atoms, you know? So you technically still need to have the Infinity Stones in order for the timeline to continue, right? Who's to say Loki doesn't accidentally drop the Infinity Stones within like the Nine Realms? Maybe that's how Doctor Strange gets a Time Stone again because the Sanctum Sanctorums need to be protected by a Time, a time Stone. So maybe he gets one. Maybe Soul Stone comes back and we get Gamora or, you know, maybe... We see Vision come back because, like, we can get the Mind Stones. There's a lot of different implications that can happen from this. This can make the universe whole again. Who knows? We'll see. You know what? That was one of my questions the whole time dealing with the Tesseract. And maybe you guys might know the answer or maybe it hasn't happened yet. I'm like, if the Tesseract is here, how does it get back over there? Like, did I miss that? Or no, that no. So when he took the Tesseract, that is he he is variant loki that's a variant tesseract because remember tony and uh steve went and got the tesseract from 1970s so in the grand scheme of this what is it the main time what is it called the sacred timeline sacred timeline in the grand scheme of the sacred timeline that tesseract that loki swapped was it not supposed to no. happen it's a variant like you said it's a variant time yeah so right. it doesn't it doesn't matter they said that one didn't need to go back because the avengers went and got a tesseract from elsewhere and that yeah. was that's why this season is going to be one of the trickiest things to dive into because it's time manipulation nothing it, plays by the rules we already it's saw so it in the episode mess up nothing plays by the rules I do want to say yeah, one we know. thing that was pretty cool is they had that like time grenade thing where you like push okay, down yes. and it will like up that variant strand that kind of happens. The reset, yeah. Yeah. That's that's huge too. Sorry, because no. go ahead, go ahead, Ethan. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I mean, just pick a point in the MCU and if you want to reset it, you know, if Loki if he Loki accidentally drops a bunch of those things, I don't know. Or a bunch of infinity stones and the... or a bunch of infinity stones, but yeah, you could reset a lot. I I guarantee you, Loki is going to battle with the fact that he could potentially go save his mother. But what does reset mean? Reset mean it's still gonna play the it's gonna still gonna be the same end result. 
I but mean, they go into reset when stuff gets messy. Yeah, only the variant line. It can't mess yeah, up. So it's not going to mess with the sacred timeline. It won't, but you can pull things. From my knowledge, it sounds like you can pull things and then create, the, then do the reset. Like if Loki well, like wants to like, patch it up, like take a chunk out of the timeline and then patch it with a variant type of. Imagine, I, I, I picture it like this. If Loki wants to go save his mother, he's going to go grab his mother, then hit the reset. I mean that it's just gonna create a it's just gonna create a variant of uh yeah it creates a, no exactly that's exactly I mean, what he's it is. gonna be on the run the whole time and she's exactly. probably it just it just creates a variant but it's also I, interesting because um the mom brought up a good point she's like I was raised by witches like I I can see the future you know like we haven't really had many characters that can see the future Thor had a vision um and it's it's kind of cool to see some of these things play out and like people having that kind of um look and that that's so raven moment you know like being able to see the future and see some of these things like it's kind of cool to to see that's all that um it's, <laughs> it's that this story i'm calling it now this story and goes back to thematically is what happens when you give uh what happens when you give a child the toy he's always wanted what happens when you give loki a man who has craved power the ultimate power and that is what he's going to dabble with. Even though he's trying to get on this righteous path, this is what he's always wanted. Power. That's a good point. So and, Yeah, I, I imagine I see it fleshing out like that. Side note, did y'all thought did y'all think that it was kind of like messed up that they kind of told him his purpose in life was to be a loser to help bring out everybody else's best self? Like I mean, was he wrong yeah. though? Was he wrong? He wasn't wrong. But no. I guess internally <laughs> I mean, Loki's looking at himself like, bro, <laughs> what? <laughs> but I thought he was trying to kind of work things into his favor at that point. Right, that's that, how was, I was that was Mobius. I think he was just trying to work work him to get, get his help bring what bring, they're trying to say. What, what is it? Um, you bring someone down to lift them up, right? Yes. You reverse bring them down to, yeah. Yeah, reverse, yeah, reverse psychology, yeah. So that's, that's what I took from that. Um, but I, I, again, y'all, come on! The multiverse war. What do we got coming up in MCU? Doctor Strange, uh, multiverse of madness. Strange. The multiverse of madness. Spider-Man No Way Home. For that, yes. yeah, we have Spider-Man No, Spider -Man Way, no Home. Way Home. Are we heading towards another multiverse war? Is this the big build-up thing that we're building to? You know, we talked to I think um, Doctor Jason and I on one of our news coups was talking. We don't really know what we're building towards. You know, everybody knew, you know, Avengers was building towards the fight for the Thanos. Infinity Stones right. and Thanos. Are we, is this, is this what we're moving towards? This multiverse war? And what does that mean? Like Tevin the Fifth said, this could reintroduce the X-Men, you know? Uh, this could be, I don't know, just a clash of here comes Spider-Man from the PlayStation 4 game swinging with Tom Holland and friends, you know? Oh my God! <laughs> These are huge implications. I feel we're not really getting into. Let's we go. might get Venom, your favorite oh, uh, no. Sony property, no, into no, the mix. Yeah. No, Young no. Avengers. No, no, it's not. <laughs> there will be full Avengers. Can you imagine an Avenger team that has like Wolverine and Storm and other X Men people in there? Like, that'll be pretty lit too. To Do you ever think Miles? Do you ever think Miles will make it? Yes. 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 Yeah. He's confirmed to make it? No, no, no. Oh. Not that he's confirmed, but... Eventually? 
I like mean, Miles in a multiverse or just Miles being introduced in general? Like Miles being introduced, right? Yeah, right. Okay, okay. So oh, like him so actually was, donning the actually him donning the Spider Man. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, because after the I mean, because he's with Sony right that, now, no? Yeah. Into the Spider Verse was it blew up. It was so huge. I think people are gonna be like, Oh, we we need to get this property, you know. Oh, I forgot. Okay. It's like Panther in a Spider Man suit. Like it's it's death like I think I'll be crazy. Like it has to happen eventually. I don't know when. But like it, it has to happen. Yeah, they got they got to work out those things. With they got a lot of work with Sony. Well, they alluded but, to Miles already. Oh, go ahead, Doctor Chase. Well, no, I was gonna say, do they? Does I mean, I I get the reason to want to like you know, in a sense, blow your load over like just showing every single you know Sony uh, iterate up uh, Sony Spider Man iteration into this multiverse thing. For Miles, I feel like he's set up to be such a good character to be introduced into the main series, like, you know, the main MCU. Do they want to waste that surprise on for a multiverse? Which, I mean, at the end of the day, we're only going to see him like, what, once or twice for a multiverse shenanigan. And then he and then he's going to be gone. And then when eventually down the line, when we do get Miles Morales, it might not have the same impact. Right. Because we already saw. That's fair. I well, mean, Tom unless, Holland unless Spider-Man already stole his sidekick, so. I'm sorry, what was that? Tom Holland Spider-Man already stole his sidekick, so. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just, I just feel like um, Tom Holland is too great. He's doing such a good job. Yeah. You wouldn't want to kind of, you know, go go in between the two. You want to let Tom Holland have his moment for now, and then later on when stuff gets a little stale and, you know, the world opens up a lot more, then you can introduce him. Because you don't want um, Miles Morales to be like a one, two off kind of thing. Like you're gonna want him around. You want him. You want so, him there as a mainstay. So what, what's stopping him from being open and introduced in the multiverse, and then just being like, you know what? I want to stay. Sony. In I want to stay and, and like be here and be part of the group. You know, like he can still have like that introduction to being like friends with Spider-Man, and be like still like continue on in the stories you know what i mean like he doesn't have to stop right there at the multiverse um well, well he's young right now right because he's character. yeah miles has to hit at least 13 before he's introduced yeah so he's young right now no no he's like seven yeah yeah he's 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 super young right now so the only the, the way i see it if they want to go the multiverse route you'll get a multiverse version of miles who is older you know okay and then yeah. it'll kind of allude to tom holland's peter that. parker that hey remember that guy you met and uh remember donald glover played his uncle aaron mm-hmm. davis and he said you know i got a nephew in these uh this neighborhood that i gotta look out for so well wasn't tom holland supposed to be or peter parker supposed to be that kid in the Iron Man mask and Iron Man. He is. They they retconned and confirmed that. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, like I feel like with that with Spider Man's movie universe, there's gonna be a lot more of that type of stuff. Uh, I just I just want to re. I don't mean to cut you off, Darth, but I don't reiterate how much I dislike that they make Spider Man such a oh Iron Man thing. I understand it in the world. Get but rid of that it. That is not. I don't like it. I never liked it. I like over it. it. I don't like the retcon, and I just need to get that off my chest. Oh, he is not no. no Iron Man lackey. He no, no, he's right. No. He's absolutely. Uh, Rose, you're absolutely right. They need to stop. I, it's fine. No, it's, it's not. Mysterio is not an Iron Man villain, and neither is Vulture, and yet their purpose 
in those movies were to get revenge against Tony Stark, and Spider-Man just happened to be there. Okay, Listen, I mean, did, have- you, did you want rehashes of the same story that we've seen multiple times before? Did, like, again, I think that's a page maybe from Disney saying, hey, everyone knows Spider-Man's role gallery. Everyone knows Uncle Ben dies in the beginning. Let's do something different and make this Spider-Man our Spider-Man. Right. And that's where they did the whole Tony Stark and, you know, Tom, I would say Tom Holland, Peter Parker, uh, you know, dynamic, the protege thing. Yeah. Na- from a narrative standpoint, yes, it makes perfect sense. It's, it's fine from a narrative Agreed. standpoint. However, Agreed. you diminish Spider-Man and his relationships with these villains. Not necessarily you, because yes, Spider-Man is the one who supported them. Darth and will tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> And as you, you know, like, it's like you're, he's thwarting these villains and then now their prime objective since Tony's not here anymore is, I gotta get Spider-Man. He put me in jail. You know, like. But it's the fact, oh god. I want pictures of Spider-Man. What's wrong with Quentin Beck getting fired from a movie because his effects went bad and now he wants revenge and a life of crime? Is that so bad? Is that so wrong? Can you imagine if Steven Spielberg got fired and he said, I'm going to become the vulture. <laughs> I'm mad. I bought it. This is a whole separate discussion. Yeah, yes, this yes. We're, we're talking too much Spider Man. Yeah. This will be a whole separate to, debate. I oh, yeah. We'll come but, back to this. But I listen. Overall, Loki is fantastic. Um, I'm loving these different time variant conversations. Maybe we'll do another episode just about time variant situations that happen throughout the TV show, so. I'm, I'm cool. Do you feel like the, the flashbacks were effective or do you feel like they took away from the episode in the kind of, in a way? Ooh. I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a say no, because um, I know I'll pass it to somebody else. Thor The Dark World was not good, in my opinion. This it was objectively sh- bad. Yes. This the only movie I fell asleep twice. I fell asleep in the first one in the movies, and I fell asleep in the second one in the movies. All right, see, so yep. this this first episode as well as Endgame, or have been kind of rewriting the wrongs of Thor: The Dark World by highlighting, you know, Frigga, which is Thor and Loki's mother, her death, and playing on the emotional strings of that scene alone to the point where you kind of forget all about Thor: The Dark World. So I like that they are doing that. They are making references to this film that is not well received and they're they're taking the good parts of it and building it from there. Kind of retroactively giving it a better rep. Than- right. I agree. That's a good point. I, I mean, in a way, WandaVision kind of did that a little bit too with, you know, pulling uh what's her name? From Thor. Darcy. Yeah, Darcy from Thor. Darcy. Right. Yeah. Darcy. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Marvel's definitely going back into their catalog and saying, "Hey, you know, some of these movies might have been ass, but let's take some of the good parts out of it, and you know, kind of remind the fans what happened." I'll be honest; I completely forgot that Frigga is the Frigga or Freya. Frigga. 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 Yeah. I I completely forgot that she died in in Thor: The Dark World. That and that's mainly because I watched those two movies only once, and, and yet her I, death had such like a huge impact on everybody else. It did exactly, and uh, and then once I saw it, I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? Yeah, that 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 really did happen. But it's 
But it's interesting because um, I think even Kevin Feige on record has he's been on to say that Loki in general is just going to be it's it's going to change the MCU more in more ways than both Captain uh, Captain America. Well, actually, no, no, yeah, Captain America and Winter Soldier and um, WandaVision. So I think that's why we kind of like went off on our little tangent with the whole multiverse thing, because it is going to affect that. You know, they're dropping the, the just the vocabulary of a multiverse in this episode. So, I mean, I'm I don't know. I'm excited that they're making references to past movies and, you know, tying that into Loki's character and at the same time getting us hyped for the future. You know, everything yep. with the multiverse and talking about like, oh, in the past there was a multiverse war and I'm sure we're going to get more details on oh, yeah. that too. We got and, teased a little bit with that in Spider-Man when Mysterio was like, I'm from the multiverse. Yeah, but he Cop was, out. He oh was my BSing God. the whole time. That was, I thought it was, it was, yeah, it was a Mandarin 2.0. I, oh, I literally yeah. thought it was a Mandarin 2.0 scenario. I hated that, that they were doing that. Uh, oh, when, man. When the kid pointed to the glass stained window, did you think of Mephisto? Yes. You did? I, yes. yes. I, I, I thought of Mephisto. Like that's a tease, though. Ke Kevin Feige has said it's not Mephisto. Yeah. 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 But why would they do that that was clearly a very satanic image right loki has horns in his i house. mean they both have horns right yeah. oh i didn't yeah. even think about right. the, horns. That's the only so thing that's like close to you know an image of loki in the church you know so time out so can exactly. we talk about the big twist let's can we open up the big twist oh, all right let's do it go Oh, oh, I'll go ahead. Let Darius yeah. go ahead. Darius. <laughs> no, I'm go ahead. Yeah. No, no, you don't. No, you could lead in. No, no, you do it. No, you got it. Well, you're the grandmaster. Yes, you do oh. this. You do. Just a you title. are the grandmaster. Oh, do it for Rasil. Fine, 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 fine. This is your table that we are eating at. Let's okay, go. Okay. All right. So the big, the big twist by the end of the episode, Loki's now uh, ready to work with Mobius in the TVA. Uh, this is his glorious purpose. He's rewriting his little book. And Mobius reveals the variant uh, that they're hunting, because they hunt variants, as they do, is none other than Loki himself. Which, what? Dun, dun, dun. That, that was a big question mark for me, because... So Loki's going to be hunting Loki, which, if that's really the case, why was he shrouded in black silhouette? Didn't like it. It's not him. I don't think it's him. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think it's him. him. Yeah, I don't think it's yeah. him. Mystique. I'm just kidding. It's Mystique. Oh, well, <laughs> wait, wait, time out, though. If we don't think it's him, wouldn't the TVA be able to know if it was him or not? Well, wouldn't the TVA, if they had that much knowledge, be able to avoid their men yeah. getting killed by this character? No, because it's a variant timeline. But that's the thing. They don't have enough information to go off of. I doubt... Like, they can't even protect their own lives. You think they're going to get, like, the identity of this person correct, too? Yeah, they can't crack the case right now. They can't. Um, we'll yeah. just have to see. We'll just have to and see. Loki is, um, he he does the, the shape-shifting, too, right? Yeah, he did it for his dad. That is true. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he can. He be a shape-shifter. Um, I wonder if there's, like, a theory that you can't have two variants in the same timeline. Oh, I'm sure you can't. I'm like, sure. Too long, you know? Like, because obviously we had <clears throat> the Avengers that were like interacting with themselves, but like, how long can they be in the same timeline? Is it going to be the same thing with like Nebula, where Nebula, like, all of her memories are starting to like 
transfer. Well, that was a ro- that was a robot android thing though. Okay, true. Yeah, but still, I don't know. No, 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 I agree with you. I agree. I don't think two can probably coexist. Right. Yeah, but the begs the question: If this really is Loki, and he is a variant, a how did he become a variant? You know, and B which timeline which part of the timeline is he pulled from and is he a goes, variant is he a variant of the variant yeah this goes all back Ooh, to my so there goes your loop. he has that good path and then he realizes i don't want to do this anymore he gets control of the time stone or of the clickers or whatever and then he becomes bad and now they have to go back in time to hire younger loki to go and capture loki all for it to just be in a giant circle it's confusing because it's time but it, it makes sense to me Exactly. Like time does not play by the rules. It does point, not. So. so it could be him. Who knows? TVA I mean, sure I, doesn't. I mean, I think it's pretty cool, but Tevin, you don't think no, that's cool? I'm okay with them perceiving it as him right now, but I would honestly prefer that, you know, series finale, you know, uh, the episode before the end that we find out that it's not. And I agree with you. If it wasn't him, if it wasn't him, what was the point of having the hood on? You know, even when it, you know, the the, uh, the fire, the lit the fire. I was like, okay, the fire comes up, then we're gonna see his face, and then we still didn't see his face. So I'm like, okay. So I, I pray that it's not just to keep that's everything fresh. You know, I hope I mean, it's. No, 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 that's a good point. No, no, I was gonna say like, there's other shapeshifters in the universe too. Right. You know, that could possibly look like Loki whenever they're doing, you know, their mischief, and then when they start to time travel. There's someone else, and that's how they can keep getting away because they they're fooling people on how they look. Um, I think also someone else that is that might be brought into this universe is Enchantress, who's been Ooh. part of um, Enchantress. Well, she she might actually be coming up in a uh, Love, Love and Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I haven't heard any casting for her, but you raise a good point bringing her up because she can shapeshift too, right? Yeah, she's, she has magical powers, and I think she also teleports through, like, mirrors or something. She's pretty cool, you know? She has magic. Um, and this I, is right I, along the scene. I think it would be a missed opportunity in a Loki series to not introduce more aspects of Asgard and yeah. more Especially, of, the like, the Norse mythologies. Right. So, is Enchantress uh, Asgardian? She is yeah. Asgardian, yes. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Huh. And her, her whole shtick is, like, She's in love with Thor. She's just as mich- mischievous as Loki yep. as well. Uh, just more out of pure kind of, I don't know. She wants to be worshipped as like an Aphrodite type uh, oh, okay. character. Yeah, like the Norse version of Aphrodite. Yeah, and so if you deny, if you like, she's like uber beautiful. So if like you reject her, that's a hit to her ego. Right. Know? And Thor was like the only person to like ever reject her or whatever. So yeah. She's like, well, I need him now. So, correct. Who knows? This might be, you know, all part of the uh, the next phase of Thor. Maybe she is just mainly a character in Love and Thunder and kept secret. Maybe. Well, she's I, I, now that you, you know, now that we're talking about Thor, we do we want to see this this series uh, kind of like uh, seep into the next Thor film? Would we like to see? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. When does it come out? Uh, next year, February of next year. I mean, they're, February. They, they just wrapped filming. Yeah, it comes out. So, in wow. In the timeline order, after this is other than Black Widow, what else is after this? 
goes Black right. Widow, Shang Chi, Shang Chi, Shang Chi, Spider Man, Eternals, Eternals, Eternals. Right. <laughs> Everyone keeps uh-huh. forgetting it. Eternals, then Spider Man, then Love and Thunder. Uh, she Hulk's in there somewhere, right? Okay, the series. I don't know about the series. I know Hawkeye. The Hawkeye series is supposed to premiere. And the Miss Marvel is supposed to premiere before 2021 ends. Oh, um, really? I thought really? it was 2022. I, it, it, I know the Hawkeye show definitely for sure. I know the Hawkeye show for By sure. By the end of this year. By the end of 2021, the Hawkeye show is supposed to come out. Wow. And that would make sense if it were to come out in October because Shang-Chi comes out September, okay. uh, Eternals comes out November. And Sp- in July. Yeah, and then Spider-Man comes out December. So if it came out in October, you know they dominate the fall. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, leading up to things, I think after Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, we have the multiverse. What we assume is a multiverse with Tom Holland and um, Tobey Maguire for the No Way Home Spider-Man, and then Love and Thunder right after. So. This might transition straight into that, you know? Oh, you know what? I lied. Uh, Multiverse of Madness comes out before Love and Thunder. Okay. I was about to say, I was pretty sure Multiverse came out, like, right after Spider-Man. So it probably contributed that. Yeah. Okay. No, they... Okay, I forget. They had just recently pushed everything back again. So Love and Thunder comes out in May 2022. Doc Strange comes out March 2022. Excellent. Okay. Oh, the... oh no, I was just gonna okay, yeah, okay, I got it right here. Uh Miss Marvel and Hawkeye are both supposed to come out before uh end of twenty twenty one and the what if series, y'all remember oh. you heard of... I do remember that. I do remember the what that. What if series is their August slate. So they they got it for Ball's all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Wow, good Um, do I want this TV show to go some kind of way into the next door movie? For me, um, I'm more no slash impartial just because I want Thor to focus on getting their their formula correct. You know, the first two were were, were if you know, and the third one, you know, it was a little bit for me. It was like overly funny. You know, it, like it was like yeah. It was really yeah. comedy. Yeah. So I'd rather them just focus on, especially for Nat. I like Natalie Portman. So I really want them to just focus on getting that, you know, their formula for their movie structure. You know, the look, the feel. I want to get get that together first before they focus on bringing on, you know, outside. Right. Stuff. I agree. That's fair. That's fair. I forgot that that movie really is kind I, of like the passing to Natalie Portman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they need to get that pat down like solid because. I'm sure they saw the shift where the first two Thor movies with Natalie Portman were not that good. Then you take her out of the equation. You get Thor Ragnarok, which was better than the last two movies. And now you're going to put her back yeah, in. Uh, I think that's the director. The white, uh, Taika Waititi is freaking phenomenal. He's so great. No, he is. Yeah. I give all the credit to him. No, no, no. He, he deserves a lot of that credit. He but I, 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 give 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 points to Chris Hemsworth too. He he went to Kevin and I said I think he he basically said yo man you got to switch things up because I'm not he he yeah. he almost quit you know he almost quit playing Thor because of the Thor films he did not have yeah, fun enjoying those uh, filming those films. So 
Chris, you know, taking helm of, you know, the character. The he helped, take the hammer for the character he helped build and make a household name. You know, I watched the first movie the other day. You know, they had, they they his eyebrows are blonde, the hair yes, was yeah, super yeah, they, they did too much. When you go back and look back at it, this is super crazy looking. But yeah, yeah, and it, it, it needed that. I'm like, I mean, we're not talking about Thor, but like Ragnarok was the, the shift in tone was very much needed, especially because Thor is like a real a fan favorite. So you got a fan favorite in the movie like X-Men and it's not really like delivering the way you want it to. Like, like with Natalie Portman, you got a chance again to just tighten it up, tighten it up real good. And then you can start exploring all the other stuff, you know, the entrances and, uh, you know, they got to get their tone right first for their particular uh, movie series, but look at it. They'll probably put little eggs of it in there, um, because my thing with the this show is that I wanted to do what they say. If it's supposed to change the way we look at this cinematic universe right now, I wanted to do that in every aspect, and I think they've been lowly, kind of leading up to it anyway. Um, so I wanted to do that, um, but specifically with Thor, I, I'm kind of impartial too. Um, so if they sprinkle a little bit of it here and there, but not make it like a big point of it, then maybe. But you know, I'm open to whatever they do with it. I think, I think, I think if they have amazing directors, so I, I don't doubt that that the right decisions will be made and it'd be an enjoyable movie. So, all right, cool. I agree. I agree. Honestly, uh, I I think it's safe to say we all enjoyed loki as a first episode like you know just a good setup overall good setup um hopefully the ball gets rolling uh as the series goes on pretty quickly um and i just kind of like the theories that you know i mean that that we all share today you know we got theories on multiverse we got theories on his character you know is he going to remain a variant what's his end game in all of this uh the infinity stones being uh uh, paperweight in an office setting um and then you know is this gonna lead into like maybe the next baddie because we kind of touched on kang the conqueror and there's even some theories that like the the weapon uh that loki was around when you know he lit that place on fire the, the variant loki that they're chasing at the end um some people think that's kang the conqueror's weapon Ooh. uh yeah because apparently some of the text it says like it's from the 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 third millennia i think yeah and he's, he's super far in the future yeah right exactly i'm not i'm really not familiar with kang but i know he's like way off like way into the future yep um so i mean there's that too that there's just from one episode i feel like loki has done a lot of good setup a lot of good play on old material um from past marvel properties and just loki as a character as he developed throughout the series so overall first episode pretty solid i think it could do better and um i'm i'm excited uh just, do you guys oh go ahead no i just let my last comment for real i just hope it doesn't pull a, a game of thrones season season uh final season you know i i just you know in my mind like in what way the, the episodes you know for the last season of game of thrones they were like oh we don't need more episodes because we know how the story's gonna end and this is just gonna be enough. Oh, okay, okay. Watching it, you realize, no, y'all needed like two more episodes just to, you know, flush everything out. They needed like two more episodes. I, I trust Marvel more than I trust D&D, who did. I don't put it past anybody. Um, yeah. um, 
I just hope they can really get it done in, in, in six episodes. That's always like my biggest thing. Cause for TV shows in particular, you know, I like to, like it for me to feel complete, to, to feel complete, I need like an eight or a 10. And I pr I'm more on the side of a 10 than an eight, but at least like, I'm no, just, yeah. I, I'm just a little bit state. worried about that. But like, like you said, you might be right. I, I should have a little more faith in Marvel at this point, but just six episodes, 43 minutes to build, you know, open up a multiverse. I just can get it done. Well, so, well here's the thing also. Falcon and Winter Soldier was also six episodes, but I think we can all agree the final episode probably could have used an extra one Absolutely. to flesh out the characters, Absolutely. the conclusions, the final fight. I can see where Tevin's coming from on this. Uh, yep. Fair. Yep. Yeah. So overall, I give it a B. Solid B. Yeah, nice. it's a solid. It's a solid yeah. eight. Yeah, I could yeah. Well, a solid eight. Ooh, it's just a B. An eight to B. <laughs> What's wrong with no. eight? Well, that's you're a teacher. That's your skill. <laughs> yeah, that's an eighty. I I, I give out eighties all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's fair. That's your skill. That's yeah. fair. Well, mm -hmm. what did you give it? I mean, I get I, more in the seven range for me. Yeah, okay. Well, hey, same. I, I think it's good. I. I I know the exposition was needed to build it. I know everything needs to be built right now. Um, but kind of like Dr. J said, I'm ready for the ball to get rolling. Okay, that's um, that's fair. That's I feel that's usually with premieres. Like, yeah, that's that's I I'm gonna stick with my eight because I like character pieces. <laughs> but I agree with you. I'm sure the ball will be rolling by next episode. Agreed. 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 Any other final thoughts? I think I think everyone covered there you, you what you gave b uh grandmaster yeah rose gave a, a, a between seven and eight no, tevin he said a seven. Oh, seven, seven. Say he gave I'll it give a it a seven point five g's <laughs> in my ranking that's not a i don't i don't go to the standard american school scale i a 7.5 to me is still a solid a uh, thing for me it doesn't equate to a b or a c all right to me a a is like anything above eight movie wise or show wise in my opinion like to you when you were younger I I would rather. What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> seven point five is a B. Right. I no, no, I think I. I to yeah, me, you I, round I, I up, right? Okay, I, so I just finished watching Quiet Place Two. That's right, like a good. that's like a B plus movie to me. Okay. Okay. So to me, that's like a seven point nine eight. Okay. All right, we need to stop comparing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, our skills are different. We'll be here all day. I don't use ABC or anything like that. I'm My skills are different. I would rather you be a 7.5 for episode one than a 7.5 going along, you know? 7.5 for the, for the groundwork, I'm okay with, you know? And I really do believe the next episode is gonna be amazing. So I, in my heart of heart, so I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna give it this 7.5 and just know they're gonna do better down the line, you know? I, I feel like a lot of time was going, seeing the Avengers going in a circle a lot, you know, the uh, take out my gun and my, my arrow, like there was a lot what of- we've already seen. Yeah, yeah. I watched that on YouTube a million times. I didn't need to see it again. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, I would say that puts a ka-chow on our <laughs> review. Wow. Or... Wow. Wow. Ethan has to make, uh, Grandmaster has to make it to his second set. So I don't want to rush him too much. <laughs> he does. He does. Hurry up. Hurry oh up so we God. can close out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you want me to close out? Oh no! <laughs> no, if you were if you were gonna if you were gonna change into your set. No, I'm. We're good. It's okay. down the street. It's fine. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I would say that wraps up our review of episode one for Loki at the Yonko table. Super excited to see how this series is going to develop and what implications they're going to have uh, for the rest of the MCU. And you guys heard it here. We got plenty of theories, a lot of food to d- digest with this one. But uh, hey, we all left full and that's what matters. But um, oh, don't forget, follow social media at Yonko Table on Twitter and Facebook and our YouTube. And our Instagram. Insta! We Insta! <laughs> Insta official. And and the uh, Instagram is at Yonko Table. The Yonko Table. The Yonko Table. The Yonko Table. So yeah, give us the, put the the in the beginning. But uh, yeah, give us a follow on there and um, let us know your thoughts as well. Leave a like, review, comment, rate, subscribe, all the shenanigans on all, all, all of our social media. So with that said, I am Dr. Jace Attorney, fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop, and fellow Supernovas Tevin the Fifth, Darce, and Rose the Crafter. Signing off. Take care, everyone. <laughs>